Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We are two average guys here on Cornhusker Nation Facebook page. Glad to have you back. Yes. We won. We won. We won a game. We got weird. We got uh, we're we're one in six. Um, and I've Best heard one in six team ever. Yeah, I you know I've, <laughs> it's funny because I've heard. I've heard multiple, not only coaches, um, broadcasters, analysts. They look at they look at our offensive production every game, and right. they look at how we're losing games, and they're saying these guys are the best one in six team in the country. I mean, when you're pro- when you're putting up like 550 yards in a game and you lose because you only score you only end up scoring 28 points. Well, and and you have you know 12 penalties for is, you know 250 yards. You know, those <laughs> those kind of things are going to kill you. Um, but I think I think yesterday I think there was a lot of improvements. Um, it was fun for one, <laughs> probably most importantly. Um, but when we had these big plays or first downs or different things, we weren't getting penalties because whether it's the guys have evolved into not needing to hold or not mm-hmm. needing to yep. do this or that. So it was very nice to see, especially, I mean, shoot, at one point, we didn't have any penalties, and Minnesota had like four or five. Yeah, three, I, think, three uh, four, I think we almost escaped the entire first half without a penalty. I think we did. Yeah, I think uh, very sound football, fundamental I know that's football. been something that we've talked about over the last few weeks, um, whether we're being undisciplined or we think that there's bad calls. Uh, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice to just sit back and... Let the game play out. Which is a little funny because I still, I still watching that game. I still found some of the penalties they called. I found them to be very suspect and very questionable. Not only on our side, but on on Minnesota side as well. What they say is the first holding call. Yeah, on yeah. Offense. So in twenty one games now, I twenty one conference. Games. Yeah, twenty one conference games. That's the first time that the the opposing team has had a holding called against them on a pass play. That's unbelievable. 20, 20. You, know, you know why that's unbelievable? All right, so I took a party bus down. <laughs> I took a party bus down to Lincoln. So I was in Lincoln. So I mean, I'm not watching the TV when they're mm-hmm. and you know when the the guys are talking in between plays and different things like that. You know, you can't hear. It. But I saw a thing come up on the screen, and I texted you. And I said, "Did you see that?" And I only saw it for a second, but it said first holding penalty against Nebraska in a conference game. And I just ass- went ahead and assumed that that was just for this year. Yeah, no, twenty one. And games. I said that to somebody, and they're like, "Oh, this, yeah, that's pretty, pretty wild. That that's the first time this, year, or you know, first time this year, twenty one games. That's like three seasons. Uh, it's ridiculous. That's it's ridiculous. Unbelievable. So, but. so some people said said conference games. I thought it just said uh, just said um, games in general. Either way, I mean that's that's ridiculous. And you look at you look at the teams that we play. And I've I've watched a lot of big time football this year, and I'm seeing a lot of holding on the lines. I'm seeing a lot of holdings get called. Wait. Now, do people have it out for Nebraska? I'm not necessarily going to say that because I think I think it's got it's two sided. You have to look at how our defensive line is getting coached. How and I've talked about this before. Right. La- last couple weeks, you know, we talk about if they're not against Wisconsin or uh, Northwestern, they had zero holding calls on 64 pass attempts. How, how the hell is that yeah, happening? I mean, that's unreal. So you even if you get at, one penalty, that's like a one percent. Yeah, a two percent. Yeah. So I mean, you you have to look at our defensive line. Are they not pulling away? Are they not chopping? I mean, there's things that they have to do to draw those penalties well, as well, and not I fake think, it, but they got to draw some of those penalties. You too. know, going against a Minnesota quarterback that 
is a walk-on true freshman. Mm-hmm. And did they play two quarterbacks? Yesterday? Yes. Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, their freshman okay. got hurt. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Um, but going against, you know, an inexperienced guy, I think we brought some pressure, uh, which is good to see. And we got yeah. a few sacks. Um, and my favorite stat of the day, and you'll have to look up. I don't know exactly, because I didn't look it up, how many rushing yards we had. But we talked about this last night when I called you. Yeah, so we had uh, um, 369. Or so, yeah, whatever, Somewhat, yeah, whatever it was. They were... They gave up 99 rushing yards to Ohio State, two of the best running backs in the yeah. conference. Um, they gave up 31 to whoever they played. They gave up 38 to another team, 75 to another team. We ran wild on them. Yeah, we did. Um, I, but, I, I uh, predicted a 42-28 win. I'm glad we put a 53. Um, but, you know, I think offensively, I mean, we controlled that game. We got a little stale in the third quarter. Right. Uh, but then we picked it which up. Was, so, which was frustrating. But, all right, what do we got? So, so Zom asked about the the physical ability alone for Adrian Martinez, either the best QB in our lifetime. Um, you know, my lifetime is, is 32 years. So um, from what I've seen as far as getting to know and understand football, um I think you, you, I, I compare him, and I did like one of the first games. I compared him to an Eric Crouch um, right. as far as his elusive ability, but I think he does have an edge. Now, his pass game, he struggled early on. He wasn't supposed to be the passer. Jebby was actually supposed to be our better passer. He's a good um, passer. But Martinez has improved on his vision. He, he still he makes – got good receivers it, to throw Last here, week but. and the week before, he's still making some mistakes, but he his vision in the field improved drastically yesterday. All right. You can talk about it's Minnesota. Minnesota, I don't care. Minnesota only allowed 30 points to Ohio State, and I don't think yeah. anyone expected that. I mean, their defense is not bad. They got some good guys on the line. But All right. I think Martinez is definitely up there. If not number one, he's in top three of what we've seen, especially at Nebraska. Um, I mean, yeah, because first and foremost, you would obviously go to Tommy Frazier and Eric Crouch. Um, I think when Tommy Frazier was the quarterback at Nebraska – it was a much different college football landscape. Yeah. Um, obviously, we were running the option. It's a different... And I know there's teams that still run the option today, but not a national championship team running the option. Yeah. So it was a different ballgame. Uh, Frazier could draw back and throw, but he didn't have to. He, and he, he, yeah, we didn't have to with um, him, and he also just was not the most accurate passer. So best dual threat, Zom, actually, what, I'd say he's the best dual what threat. What I would had. say is... And even Crouch was probably a better runner than passer, in my opinion. He did have a cannon. Um, he did. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think that the way that at least we've seen through seven games is that they want Martinez to pass, which he can. It, yeah, it, we're and not going to be we're not going to be the '90s Huskers where we ran an option. Yeah, offense but we don't run when we high. need him to tuck it and go. He's pretty. F- he, he like squeezes. He squeezes through small holes. Where I'm like, man, he's gonna get. Sacked. I'm like, oh, it's, th- it's no, it's like, oh, it's third and three, and he's planning on passing, and he tucks it yeah. and kind of slides by somebody, and you're like, oh no, oh no, he's not gonna get it, yeah. and then he gets four or five yards, six yards, whatever it is. Yeah, so I, I can, and I don't know if you saw, it, he was very disappointed that he did not get in the end zone on that long run that he had. Two long runs, he had two. Well, right? he had the long run that he got stopped at the yeah. ten. He was pretty bummed about that. Yeah, I, I think, I think, 
I compare him well, to Crouch, but I think I, I, and again, he's right there. Going back to Zom's question, he is at this point in time only an 18 year old freshman. Yeah, I mean, down the line, two, three, even next year. Yeah, two, three years next year, whatever. He is potentially going to be the best quarterback that we well, have seen in our lifetime. And potentially Big Ten. I mean, Grant just asked, you know, what about his potential for Heisman? No doubt. I think he's gonna. he has oh, that potential yeah, to be a Heisman candidate. For with, sure. And, I mean, P.J. Fleck came out yesterday and said that Martinez is one of the most, um, most effective offensive weapons yeah. in the country. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know how. And Zom just says, you know, he's elusive. He really goes around guys. He's very deceptively good, deceptively fast. Because he he doesn't really he doesn't gas it right away. But as soon as he decides to go, he's gone. And you're talking about a kid that didn't play his senior year of high school. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm most impressed with. Yeah. Is this just, guy didn't play for an entire, you know, his entire senior year. He's really he's really stepped up into his role. And I love him. And I think Jimmy Jimmy wants to like. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, but, I am so impressed. With this but guy. I think I think one thing that we got to look at too is you know in the beginning of the year he had a backup. He he had a, a he had a backup that wasn't Andrew Bunch that was also coming in as a he was a, a redshirt, red but also touted as be pretty good. So he knew that if he was hey I'm number one, but if I make mistakes and I got to be pulled for a couple. Uh, Series a couple or series. Or I got a backup that can come in and play really well. Now we've seen Bunch, who isn't terrible, but I still think he's got the mentality. He's like, I'm number one. I have to play number one, be number one, and that's that's how I have. That's my mentality on the field, and so, he's shown it. And he definitely showed it yesterday. Obviously, we saw the spring game, and everybody was excited about Adrian Martinez. I definitely was. Yes. Um, but you know they're talking about a quarterback battle before the season, and when I heard when they announced that. Sunday, Monday, whatever it was before the first yeah. game, that Martinez was the quarterback. I just like I just knew like this guy is special. Yeah. If he's winning that job, I mean, because they had said, I know Jebbia was a Riley recruit, and people are mad at him now, but he they said he was, you know, first guy in, last guy out. Yep. He's there studying Martinez or um, Frost loved his his work ethic. How much he just wanted to spend time learning the playbook, and this and that, and I thought, shoot, I even said it. I, I said Jebby is going to win the job mm-hmm. to start the year, and Martinez wins that job, and I'm like, this guy is special. Yeah, and he I, is. Yeah, he is. I think I think you got to look at, um, you know, back to the original question: is is he the best we've seen in our lifetime? If he's not the best, he's definitely number two, uh, and I put him right next to Eric Crouch. And Eric Crouch, we know he could sling it. We know he could pull down the ball and run when he planned on passing. And um, you're looking at a different offensive line, too. Talk about offensive line. I mean, we give props to all our guys in our offense yesterday. But, man, how good was our offensive line? First good game they played. That Well, not the first good game. That was the best game, though. Okay. They, they've had, they've had a couple of good game games. They played. But that, that was by far their best game yesterday. I agree. Um, um, and I know there were some recruits there. Offense, defensive linemen. Yes. Defense backs, just very good. There was at least eight solid guys there yesterday. Just very good. Oh, we had we had a packed sideline with recruits, and I think that was really good. Um, I think, I know, I think that was really good. We we 
really shored up a lot of things on offense and defense to I think solidify some and, commitments. And I will say, my boy that I make fun of, not make fun of, but I harp on every week, played pretty well. Lamar yep. Jackson had probably his best game that he's had as a Husker. He looked really good. Um, there was a catch they jumped up and caught that was in front of them, and I was like, of course it was Lamar. But he he played pretty well. Aaron <laughs> Williams definitely played a heck of a lot better than he did the week before. Um, and I know there was that end of the second quarter, give up a touchdown. Uh, into the third quarter, we give up back-to-back touchdowns. There's a little lull on the offense. Yeah. Really all that you can complain about. Um it was it was fun, man. Yeah, and we and so penalties. I know we had a lot less penalties. Um, and I think the ones we got were late and didn't yeah. necessarily so make to your, a difference. Yeah. In so the to game. your to your question, Grant, I don't know how many penalties for yards we had, but I know we definitely improved. Five or six, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe I know. It was, I thought it was so under like 10 for sure. Five yards or something. I thought it was under 10 for sure, but um, you know, McKenna mentioned you know we would not have had Martinez if it was Riley recruiting. No. One hundred percent. Riley, I mean, Riley took in Tanner Lee because he was an NFL-style quarterback as far as being a passing quarterback. That's not what Frost is going to want. He wants somebody that can do both. For sure. And um, you're talking NFL, just to flip the script here. Um, Everybody that I can think of, I was telling yesterday, Divina Zigbo looks like a player that deserves or has earned himself a chance to play on Sundays. Yes. I personally think. Yeah, I mean, he's he's shown it you're, in the you're last You're talking five about games. a guy that has been pushed and pulled in 25 different directions with different coaches and every time he comes out out ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he is he's like I mentioned last week, he reminds me over to Monty Cross because um, he can bust through people, but I think he's faster. He can get out to the side and bust away from guys. Oh, that second, the fifty-nine yard touchdown that run that he had. I Impressive. thought it, I thought it was Washington. Impressive. I well, I honestly I was like <laughs> Washington, and yes. everybody's like that was a Zigbo, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he just and a guy blew his assignment. He he busted in, but. Ozigbo noticed that, didn't hit that hole and bounced outside, got a great right. block. He got a great block from, uh, I don't know if that was Jack Stoll or who, who got the block on the outside, but, but he got a good block and he made the best think, of it. I um, think, I'm not sure how much Cade Warner played, but I think he had a big block on a play, yeah. and I think that's why mm-hmm. he's getting to play. My, Mike Williams uh, had a couple good catches again. Um, Those receivers, you know, they're <laughs> going to play him if they can block. Zigbo's like fast now. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> yeah, he lost he lost weight in the in the off season. Like that's what he planned on doing right. to gain some um, speed. I think he's gonna. I don't know if he'll get drafted, but I think somebody will pick him up as a free agent, and I think he will surprise yep. people. Depending so, on if he gets into the right organization in the NFL. Yeah. So uh, a couple people mentioned the defense. A um, couple questions on the defense. So we have uh, McKenna asked you know, twenty eight twenty two. We lobbed them back in the game. It was twenty eight eight. We get the, they get a couple. Twenty eight to zero. Well, yeah, but either way, twenty eight to eight going to the second half. They get the ball. They score a couple TDs, and it's twenty eight twenty two. I'm sitting at home. And I'm like, oh my god, this is yes. flashback. Like I'm gonna, I'm about to freak out. And my wife's like, calm down. Calm. I'm like I can't. Like this right. is, I, this is way. not okay. Like if we, I said, I said, if we lose this game, if we blew a twenty eight point lead and lose this game, I'm never watching a Husker football game for the I rest of the season. I said I was gonna jump off a bridge. I would, <laughs> He, he might actually do that, guys. So don't trust, don't t- uh, don't judge him. It is, it is what it is. But it was very disheartening to see that. But 
why, the why behind it, I think, and you heard the broadcaster say it more than once, they're like, he rushed three and dropped back eight. We did that so many times where we dropped eight, and when we dropped eight, we still were not able to cover the pass game. And so that's Which where doesn't make sense. And and I'm no defense coordinator, so I'm I'm trying to watch these games as I see these passes and these routes unfold. And we didn't see a ton of replays on on a lot of the passes yesterday and how right. they got open and how they got open. But I'd really, if I could go into a film room and look at that, I'd really be interested to see what we're seeing because if we're rushing three, and what like we're actually trying to do, like what it is where like the goal is, if you will, because mm-hmm. uh, I think. If you're getting beat, sending three, dropping eight, yeah. why don't you flip the script and try to send seven? Yeah, well, and... And at least maybe get a maybe get a sack, maybe get a hand up on the ball, maybe get some pressure QB, throws your way, or whatever yeah. it is, because if you're sending three, dropping eight, and they're still hitting an open receiver, yeah. like... What what's the goal? I mean, what 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 are you doing? Yeah, so. and and that's the thing. It's it, once again we're we're not defense coordinators, but we're watching not the game, coaches. We're wa- not watching the, watching it's just the a game. Question. Yeah, watching the game, it is really hard though. When when you see us drop eight, we're not getting pressure on the quarterback. We had one sack yesterday. Ah, uh, um, we had at least one. We had one. We had, we didn't have two. One sack. We had one sack. We had some QB hurries. We didn't have. We only had one sack though. Um, I'm, I don't believe that. I'm okay, sure. that's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I, I think it, we did start to lose it a little bit. I don't know if it, we just came out flat. Uh, I don't know if it was blown coverage. Um, and Are you so, talking about the second half? Yeah, when we came out second half, I think we started off really flat, um, and I think that was a big part of it. And then our offense started off flat too. They score. And then we had a very mediocre offense. And I just think those kind of things go hand in hand. Our defense just came out the field. Offense goes out there yeah, and out. Boom, I mean, defense is back on the field. It could be, as frustrating as it is to say, it could just be, uh, you know, a team that doesn't know how to win. So when they're yes. up, they don't know how to play. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think we still have to learn how to win. Yesterday we learned how to win. Zom mentioned, you know, at least this time they responded and stepped on the throats. Didn't yes. panic. So yes. <laughs> the play action to, to Stanley Morgan. Guess what? They thought we were going to run down the clock. They thought we were going to run the ball, take some time off the clock. Which is what we normally would do in this case. Bow offense, right offense. offense. That's what they would do. Sure. Especially. And they pulled that, and I'm like, bow offense. I'm like oh, like he's wide, oh, yeah, he's wide open. And I'm like, is there a safety route? No. Just whoop. He's gone. Stanley Morgan gone 67 yards. And that was. And that was his second touchdown because he had the yes. first one that, oh my God, Martinez like rolled around. <laughs> Threw it kind of awkwardly. Uh-huh. Perfect ball. Yeah, Did and I say that I loved him. <laughs> he does, and that's the thing. I mean, I, that was great. Martinez or uh, uh, Morgan. Yeah, got Stanley it. had his best game, obviously, of the season. Um, yeah. Last week he had two catches for ten yards, and everyone's wondering, you know, where we're, we we lose a yeah. game in overtime. We're up by ten points, and where's our pretty much our best play for the last four seasons? Yeah, 10, 10 for one hundred sixty three yards yesterday and two TDs. I mean, that was a hell of a game. Six. Six seven yards and a long TD, but so um, one of my favorite things was Martinez has the long run and he doesn't score and he's frustrated about that and then he throws a dart mm-hmm. to Spielman for a ten yep. yard nine dart. yard target bullet awesome vote. <laughs> Uh, Love these guys. Oh, I, I agree. So, uh, talks about uh, McKenna mentioned Bell transferring. I think it was really good because that gave Mo Washington that second slot in the run game, and he's improved a ton. And we talked about this last week. He, he's yes, he's a great runner, 
But, man, they, they used him as a wide receiver a couple times. I want to see that more. So, and they did try that wheel route yesterday with him yesterday, and I think it was overthrown or something. I can't remember. But um, I, I do agree with McKenna. You, McKenna always has good points. Uh, <laughs> I think that that probably gave Divina Zigbo – I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was like, I'm grabbing this team on my yeah. shoulders, or I have some more confidence now. Like, this is my this is my team. This is my job. This is my role. I got the number one job here. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from 1A, 1B, whatever you want to say, because Washington is obviously going to play. But, yeah. you know, Frost said it. He said, you know, these guys are leaving. Uh, now we have kind of a clearer picture of, like, who wants to be here, who doesn't. And it's easy to, you know, go along with that. I think you're seeing it. Yeah, you're seeing these guys. As for even even down to the offensive line, how piss poor they played early on, and how much better they were. Yeah. Um, and even when they're getting beat, especially against what they're calling the top twenty-five rush defense. They have really good defensive ends. Minnesota does, and and Farniak did much better yesterday. Um, I thought Bo Wilson had a great game. Farner had a good game. Farmer had a good game. So I think. We're getting there, and I think the strength conditioning is picking up. Um, McKenna mentioned you know, we gave up a lot of yards. We're averaging four, almost 450 yards a game that we're giving up. I know she hates. She it is. It's, she it's wants rough. them to get. It's she rough. wants them to go. Yeah, but it's, I, it's I, rough. I understand. Um, so, what do we see as progression? What do we want to see right. the rest of the season? So, here's my thing. You have these players on defense that, and I know there are some young guys playing, but you have players that have played potentially under. You know, in three different, oh shit, or more than that. Last year we bring in Diaco, Diaco, and the year before, and yep. you know we had, um, gosh, I don't even know what the guy's name is at this point. You're talking about pretty much every season for these guys. They've been in college. They have to learn a different scheme. Yeah. So yes, they the Chenander comes in, and for one, we all knew. UCF gave up points. We, and we knew that was going to be the biggest question. And that was the, the thing. It was, we score points, but we give up points. It's more of a um, high-risk, high-reward. We, yep. We're trying to get turnovers. Yep. And when you have a player like Shaquem Griffin that can go in and get sacks and get turnovers, you know, and, we, we and, need somebody like that. And that's what we don't have. We don't have we don't. the speed on defense on our line. We we right. got big guys. We have guys that are good, but we don't we don't have on. the speed to get in and get the sacks. Yeah, and that's where that's what we're missing. So I think uh, that's what we should be going after as far as recruiting. We need speed guys on offensive Which line. Which I'm sure what they're line. doing. Um, but we also need the strength, and we have to we have to bring pressure every play. I think because if we're going to be giving up yards, well, and that's why that's why I've been a little curious because we talk about. UCF, they they score a lot of points but give up a lot, or you know score a lot of points but give up points. Yep. Um, but it's uh try to get turnovers. That's why it it does get frustrating when they drop back and we don't have any pressure whatsoever. Yeah. Whether you get to the quarterback or not, we gotta have guys flying in there. Yeah. Well, and so when we get our guys on the field and we go three and out or. We're scoring in less than two minutes. Our defense is right back on the field. That too, and that's something that's that, been the that was the problem at UCF yep. because they scored so fast. And that's fast. that's something that Frost said is we're, that's going to happen. Our guys, how is our defense going to respond when they have to go right back on the field and they were just out there? So it's it's going to take time. That's I think defense is going to take the longest time 
because in the Big Ten, there's a lot of rush teams. There's not a teams that throw it a ton, except you saw the 64 from Thorson last year, and you saw or oh, last week, and you saw 74 pass attempts from um, Haskins last night. That was un- unreal. 74? 74. I mean, they don't even throw that much in the pros. They scored 20 points. Yeah, but he had 74 attempts. He didn't have that oh many, obviously. God. So that's not a normal Big Ten. Big Ten is about defense most of the time. And then you got some teams that have a really good offense too. So I think if we can put together the offense and we give up some points, we're going to have a better offense than a lot of teams in the Big Ten because you don't see a ton of points being put up well, and, on a regular basis. Right, and it's better to be able to score fast. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's better to be able to score fast than to have than to have a better defense. I mean, you see, when we had Sue. No one could score. No. They'd score 10 points a game, but we couldn't hardly score 13 points a game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It is. It's kind of boring to me to watch. I'd rather be scoring points. Yeah, but I think our defense, I think they improved yesterday. I think they got better. Um, yeah. Even though we did give up those points, right then and there after we gave up those points, boom, we stopped in their throats offensively, and our defense And then them they back came up. back in and stopped them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, aside from, you know, them scoring right at the end of the half, and then they get the ball and they score. I mean, it's like, that's, you know, if yep. you... Get the ball to start the second half. That's always the goal. Score late, get the ball back, and score early. Yeah, and 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 that's what they did. Max mentioned our DBs were turning their heads. I mean, we didn't. The pass interference that we got, I thought that was pretty suspect. I didn't. Which one? Who got called on that? Uh, It was Jackson. Lamar got called on a pass interference. I didn't really agree with it. The ball wasn't catchable. No, I I agree with you. Um, I remember it now. Um, But I thought he position wise played better than he has. Yes. so yeah, that was. But, I but thought they maybe could have called one on Boodle, maybe, but it, even it was then, it was one of those things where Boodle it, he turned his head a little bit, but he yeah. wasn't pushing the guy. He was standing like this. He didn't jump. He didn't push. He didn't have his hands on him. Yeah. So um, it was one of those calls that could have gone either way. But um, Oregon definitely, you know, their their defense is like Zion mentioned. Their defense wasn't that great either. They scored a ton of points. So right, Mariota. and that's pretty much why they didn't win the national championship when they played Ohio State was they ran into a team whose offense was just as good as yeah. theirs, and they couldn't stop them. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's... And their defense was better than, you know, Ohio State's defense was better than Oregon's. Yeah. That's why that game went the way it did. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, defensively, McKenna, you asked about the depth. I think that's... I don't know if it's... I, we, I know we have depth at some positions, especially on our line. I think you put depth with inexperience and young guys, guys that have Plus not played. game. Um, and... And honestly, if I have anything to critique or be critical about, Diedrich Young, I thought was very bad. Um, even though he had the interception yeah. and he had a bunch of tackles, um, I think at this point in time, if Will Honus was not out for the season, he would be in replace of him. Absolutely, personally, yeah. And maybe, maybe the coach, maybe it's different for them, and maybe he wouldn't be there. But yeah, so I'd- to me, it's still. Good because we get Wahomes for a couple of years because he can take a redshirt year. Yeah, so I, I think I think depth is definitely a part of it, um, but I also think uh, the experience and the guys that we have just they don't have the strength and conditioning to be ready to go. They're freshmen or they're sophomores. They haven't played yet or whatever it might be. So yeah, part of it is depth, but I think strength and conditioning is a big part of what they'll be the focus on in the off season. I think we'll be all right. Um, 
So, you know, Graham mentions, you know, we're dropping more. Yeah, so we're dropping eight because our DBs, our defensive backs, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think there are, biggest weakness is hard to say. I mean, it, it's hard to point out one group of guys that's our biggest weakness on defense. I don't disagree, um, but I think it's hard just to say absolutely our DBs are the worst. Um, we see our DBs right. have good games and bad games. So I think there's a lot of improvement there. I mentioned uh, last week, I, I was on Twitter, I mentioned, you know, Lamar Jackson, Really had he's one of our best, the best cover guys in the Big Ten. He's second on the list in the cover guys for for D back or corner. But you wouldn't watching him, you don't necessarily think that. But he has the talent. He just there's little things here and there to work on where he could be a shutdown corner. I, I said he could be like a prince. He could be Prince of Mukamara out there, but. He's got a lot of things to work on. Trey Neal did okay yesterday. Um, he got beat off. He's a little small, I think, is his He's problem. not very tall. Uh, he's small. But he'll, and he was a little off on the throw. He was kind of falling back on the on the deep pass when he was scrambling, and right. uh, they threw it deep. Um, but I think I think we'll get those things worked out. I think well, there's a lot to learn. I think it's, it's probably easy to say that the defensive backs are the weakness because yep. even if the D-line is weak, I think that the linebackers are pretty solid. Um, well, you know, you're talking Muhammad Barry, you're talking Luke Gifford. I mean, you're talking the best guys that we have on defense, on the field, that are right behind them. It's yeah. easy to forgive the the D line for mm-hmm. either not getting pressure or you know letting them get by on run in the run game. Um, yeah, I mean, just in general, I think uh, we need to get some guys in there. Mm-hmm. Throughout but, the next few years in recruiting, yeah, and we, and we mentioned backs and defensive linemen. Yeah, we mentioned last week. You know, it is it's really tough when our defensive line when they're not getting uh, coverage sacks, they're not getting pressure on the quarterback. Right. Saw a couple plays yesterday where the quarterback had all day to throw the ball, and our defensive backs just kind of stand there like they did the last few years. They're just like, oh, hey, we're not going to come get you I'm at the all. Linemen. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, man, you get and they end up having an incompletion on that play, I think, but. I saw it a few times. It's like, man, you have we to need, keep like there, at pushing. some point the the defensive backs are gonna give you a coverage sack. Mm-hmm. Whether they're playing well enough, whether it, they're trying to just do a five yard gain and you shut it down, and then at that point they're they're just done. Yeah. Um, one quick thing, um, and I, I'm not sure what they ended up calling on it because they never really said anything. But Martinez threw a deep ball at one point, and they called it intentional grounding. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And then they said it was third and seventeen, and they took it back and said seven. So the rush, ra- the rush ra- idiots. Um, I know you drop back, and he's he's not you know not outside the tackle box, but you can't just launch it deep. I know you can't just launch it deep. Yeah. That's what potential grounding. Did they call that, yeah. or did they end up taking that back? I thought they ended up taking it back. No, they called intentional grounding. I see, because I thought it ended up being like second and seventeen. That was, a different, that was a different play. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was well, different. Either way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I still think defensively, there's still a lot of ways to improve. A lot of ways to improve our defense. No one, even our defense, will say that. Frost will say that. Shenander, he knows that strength and conditioning. I think we have a long ways to go on strength in the weight room with a lot of those guys. But coverage, I think we'll get there. We have guys that have talent. I just don't think they are prepared to. Be on the field as much as they are. So conditioning for one. Yeah, that's um, probably pretty good. But they they can always exactly. improve and you know get some turnovers. We had a couple of interceptions last week. The interception yesterday. I think we need those turnovers on D to help out our offense and to help out the defense. Get them off the field faster too. But um, oh, for sure. Oh, uh, and and Zom mentioned you know, Deidre Young's been playing for like seven years. The dude hasn't. It seems like he's been playing forever. 
Seems like he's been on, yeah, on no, the team forever. Uh, he's like a Blau. <laughs> Blau. Seems like I guess he's playing Blau forever. has played for Purdue. I, I, like 12 years. After the, after the Purdue game, I, I was going to mention something about it. The guy's played against the breast for like 10 years, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. But, uh, no, Diedrich Young, um, I don't know. Or, like, that first game against Colorado, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, and I, especially right next to Muhammad Barry, he's the best player on the defense. Yeah. Um, I was very excited. Uh, it's tough. I mean, new schemes multiple different times. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's partly scheme, but I think it's partly talent for him too. I I think so too. And I think for some, that's I, I think for a lot of the guys, I think it's partly scheme. But it, even whether it's scheme or not, I mean, you still got to play your position. Um, if you're if yeah, you're supposed to cover a guy, to be, you got to cover a guy. And he's out of position, you know, especially like Michigan long runs and different things like that. Yep. Um, shit, even Purdue and and Northwestern, just not being in position. Yeah, and so I think to finish the season, I think we have defensively. I think we need to give up. We need to have a game where we give up less than twenty points Which right now. Hopefully, will be this week. Uh, well, yeah, this is the I'm best not chance we have. I'm not even going to count oh. Bethune Cookman for that. I, I'm looking at Illinois. I'm looking at Iowa, um, and I'm looking Michigan, at Michigan State. State and uh, I don't think it's going to happen against Ohio State. But those are the next. Those are the three games I'm looking for us to make a statement and come out and not give up more than 20 points. Um, I think that's going to be a big staple. Even if those two of those two of our last games, three including Bethune-Cookman, if we give up less than 20. To Bethune-Cookman, obviously then we play Ohio State. If we can play tough against them, even if you know we lose the game yep. and they score maybe 40-some points, whatever, then we turn around and play Illinois. If we can give up you know 10 to 17 points. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty, pretty good, especially going forward with a lot of young guys. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, yep. getting some confidence. Um, I also, th- I also think we have to learn how to strip the ball. Yeah, and, I, I, I couldn't tell you last time we had a fumble recovery on defense. I, I agreed, and it's been a long time. I will <laughs> say it's not for lack of trying. I know Luke Gifford, especially, is one that he tries to strip the ball every time. Yeah, not only is he in position, wraps up, and tries to strip the ball. It, it's good to see, but. Um, I'm with you. I mean, I, I King Griffin could do it last year, and he only had one hand. <laughs> um, I think uh, you mentioned Ohio State. We'll talk about them in a second, kind of what we think going into that game. Um, we should hammer Illinois. I don't know what to think. Michigan State, I mean. They're I, so up and down. It I honestly just, just depends on how they are that week. We don't know what we're going to get. Michigan didn't even stop them. I mean, it was 21-7. Um, I know Winovich runs his mouth. I wish someone would cut his hair, but um, or throw him in the wrestling ring. Dude, I think he's a wrestler, dumb. but like, I just I don't have I think, time for that. I don't have time to think. I about think that. Uh, I watch it. I think Michigan talks a lot it. of smack, um, which is fine. Right now, they have the record to do so, but um, I think Michigan State just. I, you just never know what you're going to get from that team, offensively or defensively. Uh, Michigan, they played Michigan defensively pretty well. They had a couple of long plays that scored them touchdowns, and I just. I mean, they had a couple. Uh, Michigan had a couple turnovers inside uh, the red zone. A couple fumbles in the red zone. Got, yeah. Gave the ball yeah. back to Michigan State. I just, I don't know what Michigan State's going to do against anybody else the rest of the year because they have been this yeah. kind of team, and you just don't know what you're going to get. They, you know, they lose to Northwestern after they beat, and then they beat Penn State. I yeah. mean, I honestly don't know. It honestly just depends. I think playing at home will help. Yeah. Um. And. 
like I said, I've said, I don't know if I said it last week or in previous weeks, since we joined the Big Ten, we have played very well against Michigan State. That's why I think that we will beat them this year. Yeah. We have played well against them. Yeah, um, every year. Every, every time. Whether we lost or, or won, it's been a close game. Um, or not a close game. We beat Kirk Cousins 24-3 or 27-10 yeah. yeah. or whatever it was. So I think we're going to beat them. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, and I, I got to be honest, as far as our ne- game next week against Bethune-Cookman, like, I haven't studied them at all. I know um, they lost this I know week, absolutely zero about them. Yeah, all I know is that we should score 60 against them and give up less than 20. I think... <laughs> I see no I see no overall. I, I was just going to say... Vajra I was going to say this earlier. I think Noah Vedro's probably going to play a pretty, pretty good amount of this game. He'll probably play the, second, the entire second half, I would say. He might play more than that because we don't want to hurt Martinez. Yeah. I'm not getting him hurt against Bethune-Cookman. Come on. He's not gonna get hurt. Stop it. You can Stop get, it. You no. can get hurt against he's anybody. Not. He's it's not, a he's freak not. tackle he's here not. and there. We're gonna we're gonna play him for a half, and then we're gonna rest him for a half. Vidal is gonna play the second half. Vidal hasn't played an entire I game. Why would we play him for I an entire disagree, game? I disagree. But <laughs> even the cat freaking agrees. No, no, she agrees with me. <laughs> um, no, I think Vidal will play quite a bit of this game. Yeah, and. I'm perfectly okay with that, even though I love to watch Martinez play. Yeah, I, I think Vidal will play. I think it'll be a good game. Martinez, I think we're going to put up some good numbers in the first half. I think uh, we, we could have 35 you're gonna, in the first half. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of Maybe jersey more. numbers that you have not seen. Yes. You're um, going to see a freshman running back that you haven't seen. Yep. You're going to see some wide receivers that you haven't seen. Wilbon might play for the first time this year. He hasn't played at all. He's still Mikhail on the, Wilbon. He's still on the team? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I yeah. know him. Um, and Zom did mention earlier, too, he, he asked about uh, Mo Washington. Like, are we the only ones just waiting for him to bust out for a long TD run? Man, absolutely. Like, yeah. I want to see him run for a second. That's what like I said. When Zigbo had the 59-yard run, I thought I legitimately thought it was Washington. Yeah. And I was like, oh, finally. But at the same time, I love Zigbo, so. Absolutely. I was okay with that. Let's see. Oh, Levante David. Why haven't they retired Levante David's number yet? Oh, I think they will. They uh, should. He was one of the best we had on defense as a black shirt. And um, as a Buccaneers fan, I still get to watch him. He's my favorite Husker defensive player. Yes. Pretty much of all time. He's fantastic. And Prince is having a good year for the Bears. Um I mean, we got we got some guys out there in the NFL having really good seasons. Yeah. Jeremiah Searles is having a good year. Um well, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think our tight end. Tied I think Miles um, uh, Paul. I think Lewis ended up getting hurt, but he's yeah. pretty good for Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Devontae David, that was my favorite. Yeah, and I think uh, I think that's a big thing too. Is you know we want we want guys that are eligible for the NFL that are going to make it to the NFL, and that strength conditioning is going to be there. Right now, we've been really good. Um, Sorry, guys. Hold on, we got someone trying to interrupt us with a phone call. I don't know who that is. Are we back live? We good? Um, I think so. Okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay, we're good. All right. Woo! Sorry, someone tried to call us while the show's going on. And it wasn't even a number that I knew, so. Oh, God. Out of state. Out of state. Out of state on a Sunday. Um, but yeah, I think, uh. NFL draft potential. We have a, guy, a few guys this year. But. I certainly hope we have somebody that gets drafted. Uh, Stanley Morgan, obviously. Yeah, we we got Maher kicking for the Cowboys now, and he's he beat yeah, out he beat out Dan Bailey. He beat out Dan Bailey, who's one of the best, Bailey, the best, the best, the best 
kickers in the NFL. I mean, Justin Tucker's probably the best kicker in NFL history. But Dan Bailey was very good. So, um, But, yeah, so how about them field goals? Pooty says, you know, hey, we're one for one. <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's a 32-yard field goal. I'm like, oh, my God, we have to make this. Like, we cannot miss this field goal. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, and he didn't, but um, I'm glad he made it. That's, I mean, he was only one for one, but it built but some confidence. Y- you got it. I mean, you got to start somewhere. This, kid's, this kid needs some confidence. He's an 18-year-old kid. He's a freshman. He needs some confidence. Um, got a field goal? Sure. Missed that error. Made every extra point. Yep. So, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I think uh, guys right now, McKenna asked, you know, which guys will, will retire the number four for Nebraska. If you're talking about this season, uh, right now I'd say Martinez. Number two. Number two um, is definite. You might see Spielman. Spielman's breaking a lot of records. Um, Armstrong's had a great career. Um, I don't know if you if it's a career where he's gonna he broke a lot of records, but um, I mean he's had a hell of a career, and I think Mo Washington you could see his number retired in the future and go to the NFL. Um, I think we have a lot of yeah, oh, in the past. I, I ain't worried about the past. I would the, say uh, Pelini era. I would say um, that Washington is probably having a better freshman season than Amir Abdullah did. Yeah, and Amir Abdullah is good. He, he was. Yeah. He got definitely got faster over the years. But um, I think Washington is having a better, you know, freshman season. And we haven't, we haven't even seen what he could do yet. Right, because he's got, you know, you got a player like Divine Zigba that you yeah. have to. I mean, you have to play. You can't not. I mean, so, yeah, so, I mean, yesterday in the press conference, Frost talked about Martinez, talked about how, you know, his numbers were senior numbers. When he it, was when 25 some, at 29. Someone was like, you're 25. Absolutely he was 25 at 29. Incredible. 276, three t, or two TD, or three TDs. Also ran for 125 yards in a TD on 15 carries. And he's like, I didn't know that that, that he was 25 at 29. He had no idea. It was those, those are senior numbers. And, and that's what you want to see from a coach. And I might actually go back and watch the game. Really he was shocked. Um, I don't, for one, if Max, if we were to arm wrestle, who would win? Um, I'm gonna say me just because I'm the older cousin of the two of us. So oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say me. Uh, <laughs> um, Jimmy might say different, but um, I'd have to do right-handed. I can't do any left-handed. So um, um, I was a hockey player, and my right shoulder, which I'm right-handed, my right shoulder is trashed. So is so. mine. Maybe we go left-handed then. My right shoulder is trashed too. Um, <laughs> but Spielman, will he leave early? That is a concern. I will say. Um, it's a concern, but I don't know. He is I, a little bit undersized, which might not be necessarily in his favor. But is he going to want to leave after the things he's doing right now with Nebraska and his right. his connection with Martinez? Is he someone who's going to want to leave college? Obviously, the money is, but he he ain't struggling for money. It knows depends. In the I, I guess I will but. say if he could be a potential first round guy after next season, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, he's got at least one more year after this year. Uh, hopefully, more. Yeah, and I mean, if he if he does, I mean, if he does leave, and it, obviously he would be that good to go to the NFL early, you know, yeah. first round or whatever it might be. So that that'd be great because yeah. we we like to see our Huskers in the NFL um, and succeed and and that type of stuff. So I, I think as he far as two for, more years. for for. for our team wise, I certainly hope that he does stay. But um, I've I've talked to people about that. I I am concerned that he might leave after next year. Yeah, but we'll I, see. Yeah, he might. So he maybe has two years left. But 
I'd be I'd be shocked. It depend, I think it's going to depend on how the rest of this year goes and what next year does. Um, so McKenna, you mentioned Prince. I think Prince will get retired. Prince of Mugamara. I think he was one of the best corners we've had in Nebraska in a long time uh, in that Pelini era. What twenty one? What's his number? Yeah, twenty one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think he will. Um, yeah. It, it, yes. He he did redshirt John. Um, yeah. So he's got um, two years. Uh, after the, this is his third year. Who's that? But he redshirted, so he's got two years. At, uh, Beckham? No, talking about um, Spielman. Oh yeah, he's only sophomore. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it, regarding um, yeah, it is hard to say if you're a top if you're a top pick. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's tough at that age too because you got a lot of guys. Well, and then leave for a his long. dad's a. That that's my concern is his dad is an NFL GM, mm-hmm. so he's gonna know what he should do. Yeah, he'll get some good advice, and whether or not he's he, definitely gonna get some good if, advice. If, on he, he, if he leaves early, it, it's probably gonna be a good thing for him because he's probably gonna be at that point where he can go big. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping he stays next two years. I well, really do. And he'll stay through next season, of course. He's not gonna leave after he this year. Is awesome. He's great. Mm-hmm. And you do see. You know the Danny Woodheads. Um, you see some of these smaller, Julian Edelman, the Julian Edelmans. You see, Beasley. You see these smaller guys that do succeed in the NFL. He's small. Yeah. And that can be an issue. Yep. It, it, uh, it can be, but it can, it can be an issue for defenses too. That's true. <laughs> They're hard to cover. I mean, concussions, um, just different injuries like that. So, I think he will be in the NFL. He could be great. <laughs> um, I certainly hope so. Yeah. But um, I certainly hope we can keep him for a couple of years. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we mentioned Martinez stats yesterday. We know Zigbo, uh, 12 for 152. That's TTDs. crazy to me. He only had 12 carries. But he had three rushes for 105 yards because he had a 59-yard run and a 40-yard run, run. And then a six-yard carry. So at that point, he had three carries for 105 yards. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> um, that is wild. But, he only gets 12 carries in that game? But Washington had 14 carries, and he got 15 carries from Martinez. So yeah, we yeah. didn't carry the ball a lot. It's and Martinez threw the ball 29 times. Three different guys. Uh, Washington, so we had three guys rush for over 100 yards. The first time we did that, I think. Did, Mar- did Washington rush for over 100 109. Oh, wow. Yards. That's the game. first time Nebraska's done that. I think they said, uh, someone's going to have to pull up the year for me. Um, it's been a long time, though. Long time since we've three fans. guys. Someone look it up. Uh, someone messaged me yesterday um, about it, but it's been a long time since we've had 300-yard rushers. Um so that was fantastic. Morgan, obviously, 163 yards receiving, a couple TDs. But Spielman had eight eight receptions, 77 yards in a TD. Um, ah, Could you maybe say Martin- two, 2010. Martinez, uh, Burkhead, Abdullah? Maybe. Or Halu or something? Yeah. Some, somewhere in yeah, that. Yeah, 2010. There. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. it would to be somewhere in there. I knew it was a while back. those four. But not a lot of teams are doing that. Not a lot of teams are getting three no. three guys rushing 100. Yeah, Roy Hulu was the other guy. Right. Nice. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Good man. Solid. Um, That's but really, I mean, so I helping out. So I put up I put up my offensive players of the of uh, the game yesterday on Twitter, and I had a couple of people like, why why you got to hate on Spielman? Like, why are you forgetting Spielman? I'm like, I'm not forgetting him. He's had breakout games. He's had, he's great had games. every <laughs> game. He's um, had a breakout game. I was like, I gotta I gotta put up our, uh, Stanley Morgan because he had a fantastic game as well. Because it was finally the first time that he had a breakout game. Yes, and we, Spielman's had a breakout game every game. We, we were able to get him open, so it was great. Um, but no, no hate on Spielman. He had, he had 77. Um, he had 77 yards in the TD as well. So shoot, man, he might end up being 
Morgan's gonna break records. Spielman's gonna break his records. Yes. Yeah. And so, so uh, Zom says the new triplets: Martinez, Spielman, Washington. I mean, those three guys are scary. If you can name me three guys that scary, freshman, freshman, sophomore. Yeah. Dare you? Um, that's that's dangerous. Um, so I'm I'm excited. And if, I, I, if, we don't follow every college football team, so we don't know. But you're talking about a true freshman like Adrian Martinez, and then you have a true freshman like Maurice Washington. And then you have an already established J.D. Spielman. I dangerous. I don't know if there's anybody else out there. Dangerous. That is that, that at least that. at least that are with two freshmen in that mix. There's nobody in the country. I guarantee it. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm yesterday. If yesterday didn't get you excited for what's to come for Husker football next year, next year, honestly, looking at our schedule, our two oh yeah, next our, year, two, not so our, bad. our two toughest games, Ohio State. And, uh, yeah, why do we get Ohio State for like 10 years in a row? That's, I think yes. maybe we have – oh, Wisconsin. Well, Ohio State and Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin those are our two toughest games. But we know Wisconsin's game is the run game. Um, we know Hornybrook, I don't, I don't think he's a senior. But if he's no, the quarterback, he's not. we don't got to worry about the pass game. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, defense fell apart, yep. Uh, but we did bring it back together. Um, but really – um, if you're not excited for next year, and we could be ten and two or eleven and one next year, I mean, we really could. Um, obviously, we have to work out the defense, our offense. We just have to keep keep the pedal down, or keep the foot on the gas. Yeah, um, and I think that we'll we'll see, in my opinion, a different, a little bit of a different offense next year, yeah. depending on what type of recruits we get in. But with the offensive line, I know they want to go up-tempo and we're not able to go as fast as these coaches and Scott Frost wants to go yeah. because we don't have the offensive linemen to do it. Absolutely. Um, and and so, uh, McQuitty, I think we're going to see McQuitty. Uh, I don't know. If the, I think they're waiting to play him because they want to keep him. Uh, they want to redshirt him. Uh, but I think we'll see McQuitty we'll next see week. We'll see him this week. Um, for sure. Yeah, and so JUCOs, um, we know they've been out scouting yeah, JUCOs. Yeah, for sure. We could... In Kansas, uh, Garden City, um, they've been at um, Kansas City, or was it Johnson County Community College? They've been at a lot of community colleges down in Kansas, and they're getting a lot of good guys to come and visit as well, and getting getting some names. So I think I think we got to look at look at that as well. Um, and that's that's not a bad way to go. You got guys that are established coming into um, they, an offense know, or defense. Have, they have some college, you know experience not just on the field that's one thing that i will say people don't quite understand is these true freshmen that come in like it's not just football Mm -hmm. it's like a completely different world you are pretty much living on your own for the first time yeah you have to and during the season let's let's be real they probably don't really take much for classes no but i mean you're basically on your own for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, these JUCOs that we get in, they've been in college for, for you know, a year or whatever it is, a year or two. Um, let's get some offensive linemen. Yeah, I, I think we'll get there. I think we're going to get them. Um, you know, Wisconsin, yeah, their defense is down a little bit this year. But so I think next year, I think next year is one of those team years. Can we get in the top 25? Absolutely. I think our schedule favors if – but our defense has to still improve. Our defense has to improve. Our offense is going to get better. I have no doubt about that. I think our right. offense is going to continue to get better. I would certainly hope that, depending on how the rest of this season shakes out, why wouldn't Nebraska be a preseason top 25 team? 
If you're talking the talent that you got coming back with Adrian Martinez, recruiting class, we're in the we're in the right. top twenty-seven. I mean, you, twenty-six. You, you got Notre Dame going four and eight, and they still are in the top ten, top fifteen preseason rankings <laughs> for next year. Yeah, well, and so are a lot of SEC teams. Um, right. Yeah. LSU goes eight and four every single year. Yeah. Every year, and they're still in the top fifteen. Yeah, and and I think. So I, I think we get some offensive linemen, we get some defensive linemen in. Our recruiting is going to pick up again um, here at the end of the season. We're not going to go to a bowl game. So I think starting in December, th- they can start getting their recruiting going as fast as possible. We got guys, there's a uh, Jamie Nance who's had a hell of a year, Wondell Robinson, hell of a year this year or he's been out he got uh he got he's the one that got injured um but we're still he's still committed to us or he's not committed but he's visiting us again um jamie nance was at the game this weekend he's a he's a wide receiver ton of speed Um, i mean those those two burke kids didn't commit to nebraska to come in and sit around yes they're gonna be trying to play right away there's a lot of good talent in the state of nebraska that we have to get we have to stay in nebraska um, I'm curious to see what they do with the um, the Snodgrass. Yes, he's a York kid. I think he's a quarterback. He might play defense too. His dad's the coach. Yep. But they won Class B last year against Scott. Fail. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're talking about you know the books wide open. Yeah. On what position this kid might play, and he's an athlete. So I yeah, mean, yeah, and. I'm excited to see what they try to do. Just like Cam Jurgens. Yeah, they Cam can Jurgens. play him in like seven different positions. Yeah. Well, and that's why we got him coming next year. Um, McKenna mentioned, you know, Nance is from Oklahoma. Yeah, we need we need to recruit some of those dudes from Oklahoma and Texas. And if Nebraska Georgia. starts being successful again, Georgia's we're gonna get bed. we're gonna get those recruits. Um, Alicio mentioned a lot more pressure when you're playing in ninety thousand fans compared to a couple hundred at a JUCO. Agreed. Um, I totally agree. And, and go and piggyback, piggybacking on that. Freaking sold out yesterday again. Eighty nine thousand four hundred seventy two people actually showed up right. at the game for a team that's zero six. Tell me another team in the country that's going to have that many people show up at a, at a game when the team is zero six. Right. Not and a single team is going to get that type of attendance. So bravo fans for actually showing up and backing your team one hundred percent every on game. On Alicia's point, I mean, talk about Greg Bell. Yeah, you're great at a JUCO. Yeah. And then you come and play against ninety thousand. Yeah, maybe you're not as good as you thought. Um. Going back to your point, I mean, we freaking doused frosting with a Gatorade jug. We're zero and six, and, and, and Frost, six. Yeah, listen, Frost Frost is inappropriate, but you know he loved it. He was excited. He was him and, around crazy. Him and Morgan, it. he picked up Morgan. Was yeah, big man. I mean, uh, the, the excitement on the sideline. Morgan is such a good captain. Uh, but like I called you, I, the only reason I called you last night was because I saw videos of. Maurice Washington dancing in the locker room. What type of one in six team is dancing in the locker room? A team that should be five and two at that point, or five, or yeah, or six and one. I mean, the team you're talking uh, a loss to Michigan and a loss to Wisconsin. You're talking about a team that, and not even to mention a game against Akron that you didn't play. You could be like six and two team. That would have yeah. been that was Maurice Washington dancing in the locker room because we made a bowl game. Oh, uh, absolutely. The, yeah. we became bowl eligible right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and I think that was exciting to see the team. They were so excited after the game in the locker room. Not only because they got the first win, but I think you're starting to see the team come together more and more yes. and more every game. And like I mentioned earlier, offensive line. 
man, I just thought they played their best game yesterday. And yeah. Only allowed, we only allowed two sacks, which you, you'd hope for one or none, but they weren't holding on the line. They weren't committing hands to the face penalties. They weren't getting beat off the line. It was probably more like coverage sacks. Yeah, and, and so anything. it was one of those things, or it was, you know, it was when Martinez was scrambling. Or that, he, that he, too. He, yeah, we didn't hold our blocks, but... Um, you know, you mentioned Dedrick Mills. Dedrick Mills is going to get in some games. Oh, uh, God, this yes. year. Dedrick Mills is one He's of those guys. Very good. Uh, there's a was it Thomas? Uh, is it DeAndre Thomas? I think. Uh, we got another guy. I think he's a defensive lineman. He's uh, he's a backfill, but I think we're going to see him next weekend as well. Uh, might be Thomas uh, or is Dedrick might be his first name, but um, I think we might see him next year. Um, so I yeah, Dedrick Mills. So I think we're going to see. We're going to oh, see yeah. some good players we're this next week. A and, lot of numbers that you don't recognize. In the next couple of years, I think these guys are going to develop in the locker room or develop in the uh, weight room um, and develop into those guys that can be trusted on the line and in those defensive schemes that we want to play uh, and have that speed and physicality. I just think we're going to get there. I think we see the um, the connection on the team building, the trust in each other building. And the, the trust in the coaches. Yeah. I mean – they're buying in. They are. They they flipped the script, and I think they're you, doing so much. You better. talk about a team that's zero and six and is still buying in. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, uh, and still fighting hard, fighting hard. Let's talk about that real quick. So yesterday, eighty-seven yard kick return Eric stopped Lee. by Eric Lee. Eric Lee was on the other side of the field. On that, he was covering the outside coverage right. containment on the right side of the field. And as soon as he saw him break through the middle left. He they showed the replay. He busted his tail from no one sideline to sideline. Sideline to sideline, and he caught him on the thirteen yard line. They get one pass for six yards down to our seven or seven yards down to our six. Next play, who made the guy one tackle, Boodle, one tackle all game, and guess what he did? Boom! Popped the ball up. He, in the he air. got his arm in in front. Popped the ball up. Goes off the seventy eight helmet. Boom! Yeah. How much do you think Frost loves that? that I mean, no, the the Eric Lee play. I mean. Oh, that's that's Frost one that one was, right there. That was he's my that, number my number one defensive player yesterday just because of that. Because at that point, you know what? Thirty nine twenty two, they would have got probably gone for two. We haven't stopped a two point conversion. I think this year maybe one. It would have been thirty nine thirty at that point. And that and that where the game was where our defense was that would have been just a blow. I will go ahead and agree with you on that because how big has it been one play that has kept us from winning the game or has stopped us something so small or minor that has snowballed into a loss we've seen it almost every single game through six games that honestly is the opposite hustle that flipped it to where a 39 22 that was about to maybe go to a uh you know so two possession game yeah but, but a 39 30 type of game you have one player just make a play just make a play, yep. and it we end up scoring. Yeah, yeah. We we turn, we turn around, and we score. We end up scoring. I mean, that's a fourteen point swing. Yeah. which that's hurt us these last these first you know six games. It's been basically the opposite. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that call. Um, do you, yeah, we play a lot of prevent D, and not even prevent. We play a lot of zone. It may not yeah, be prevent, I mean, but it's a lot of zone D. Um, I think our safeties. I didn't. Reed must not have played yesterday at all. I he had zero. See he had zero tackles. I, I know he's hurt, but Reed didn't play at all. Um, I think our safeties. I think they're doing okay. Aaron Williams. Aaron Williams had five. a much better game than last week. Last he week he was one of the reasons I thought we lost the game. Yes. Um, 
Let's see. Harp on a quarterback play. Um, hey, we've given props to Lamar Jackson. Um, but really, I think... Sorry. I know I hate on him. No, but it's, he uh, played well yesterday, I will say. I think our corners and safeties played well yesterday. But I think Aaron Williams, I think he's a hell of a good safety. I really do. Um, there's just times where, in zone especially, where he's behind. He gets beat. Well, um, and- I think he's much better in a man defense situation um, if he's playing man on somebody. Right, and I've, and I've said it before. You know, it's easy at practice. Not easy at practice. Practice is hard. But when you're going against the same guys, you know their tendencies. Yeah. Then you go against somebody that you haven't gone against. You can watch them, but you yeah. haven't gone against. I would, and I would, I would say that safety on defense is probably one of the toughest positions to play because as a safety, if you got two guys running out, you have to decide who to take. But you also have to watch the quarterback and his how how's right. he positioning his body to read that play. Oh, he's going to go to the guy that's going to my right or my left, or this guy's actually going to go deep instead of stop his route. Or corner's got the deep guy, or the other safety's got the deep guy. I have to cover this guy, double cover him. It is a hard position to play because you have so many. And you have to you play have to run, run defense. Yes. So um, they have struggled a little bit with tackling and, and in coverage, but um, I think I, it has been every game. Aaron Williams and has had really I think good games. that. The defenders have wrapped up. Ta- Aside from the long Jonathan Taylor run against Wisconsin yeah. that he stiff-armed Boodle, Man. they've 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 made more. You know, they wrap in up. front of you wrap up type of tackles, and, I, and I think, we've seen it years. And I think our closing speed's been really good. I think you know, there's times last year we're giving them seven yards, they're catching the ball. Our guys break down. They're like, "What do I do?" Or this they year, go at him, and the guy catches the ball and sidesteps, and then he completely misses. But now our guys, I think our closing speed and our open field tackles drastically improved. Yes, from the last ten years. I mean, and let's be real, really good. we knew that we were not gonna go undefeated win a national championship. Well, we we knew our defense is our soft spot. It's gonna continue to be our soft spot. Um, I don't. You think... have a guy like Mohammed Barry. That's God. I hope here next year. I hope he wouldn't leave. I think he would um, be. That's going to be captain, you know, captaining that <laughs> offense. Mick Stoltenberg should be back he, next, uh, really soon, too. He is uh, he's an inside linebacker as opposed to Lamonte David, who is an outside mm-hmm. linebacker. But he's that type of player, and he's in on every play. I mean, I yeah. think they can rally this team to be much better. I think we're better on defense. I know that the game we we were on six, yeah. and we had some issues. But as a whole, we're not just sitting back and letting them throw the ball all day long. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I, I think yeah, we've gotten better. Um, I think we I think we, they focus on recruiting um, in December. Like I said, we're not going to make a bowl game. McKenna, you just mentioned that as well. We we're not going to we're not going to do that. But let let's go ahead and. Uh, Let's go ahead and get out there and win a few more games and then focus on offseason, focus on conditioning, focus on weight room. I think they're going to be hitting the weight room. Obviously, there's only so much they can do once the football season is going. I don't know how they – what they allow there's for coaches. regulations on – On coaches and when they can be there. But I think they're going to have plans for each player, and the players are going to have to do it on their own to get into the right. locker room. Right, and they're going to assign guys like Muhammad Barry, guys like – shoot, Adrian Martinez um, and J.D. Spielman to yep. – and, you know, some of these guys on the offensive line to hold not only themselves but their position groups accountable. Yeah, and so I, I think 
uh, I think that'll happen. I think we're going to see a lot of weight room um, in the offseason for these guys. Uh, can Stoltenberg get a medical red shirt? I, I believe so. But I'm they, not sure how many games he's played they in. They said he's soon he's gonna be coming back soon. He hasn't played in more than four. Sit out, yeah. bro. So they, they might they might give him a red shirt. Uh, Sit they, out. They might they might be able to give him one. I think they will. I don't think there's any reason to play him the rest of the year, but if he wants to come I back thought, and play. I thought he was gonna be back this week, but yeah. they say he's close. He's getting close. Um to talk about but, at least talks about wrapping up and um, the hard hits, and really, I don't think the wrapping up's actually been that big of a problem this year. What I can say is we've seen it twice, twice. from the same guy, Boodle. First time he danced yesterday, he had a really hard hit. No, the first time it was Antonio. Oh, that was Reed. Reed. Reed had the first hit. Boodle did it yesterday. He didn't make the tackle, but he blew that guy up. He he drilled him and he backed him up, but he didn't finish the tackle. He didn't right. wrap up. But really, no, I Antonio think Antonio Reed was the one that. Blew the guy up and then danced around, and the guy still. Yeah, that's right. Reed, Reed did that, but uh, yesterday it was Boodle. And I thought uh, it was. Re- I mean, he closed the gap really quick, and he's coming up from uh, from that corner position. He made a sweet, sweet hit, but he just didn't wrap up. He tried to knock him off his feet. No, and I, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, you know, disagree with hitting him like yeah. that because I think that you should. Um, and I think yesterday it was more of there was guys around there, so I think he thought. I'm gonna blow. I'm gonna blow him up, and then somebody's gonna finish it. Yeah. So, so I understand that, but it, it's it's hard. I, I think you hit him really hard. I think really our guys have been able to break down and make tackles a lot better this year than we've seen in the last yeah. three four years. So um, I've been happy with it. I get where you're coming from, though. Like it's hard to see it, someone just try to blow somebody up and not actually make the tackle. Um, so Zom mentions, you know, do you guys think Breon Dixon might get some playing time? Absolutely. Um, hey. I think he's going to play four ga- three or four games this year. He might not play a full game, but um, he is one I, guy from the outside linebacker position that is supposed to be good. I will say I expected him to start, and yeah. he hasn't. Yeah. And he hasn't been as good as maybe everyone thought, as what the coaches thought that he would be. Well, he, he just maybe conditioned, maybe strength conditioned. And maybe he's that's it. Yet. But you know what? If that's the case... Maybe play him in a few games. Yep. Red, get that red shirt, and we got him for four years. Develop him a little bit. Get him conditioned. Whatever it is you need to do, because he could be very good. Yeah, he, and I think I think he will be. I, I'm excited to see. We have a lot of guys that have not seen the playing field much. Even the Cam Taylors, like we haven't seen a lot of them, them yet. Even Cam Jones. Cam he, Jones. I don't know yeah. if he's even played. True. Um, so he I, he was supposed to be better than Cam Taylor. Yep. Um, we we. That was a home run. That was a long shot that yeah. we even got the guy. Yeah. And, and he hasn't played. Yeah, Dixon came from Ole Miss. I, I just – we have a lot of guys that we need to be excited about. Oh, that's right. Dixon did come from, yeah. from Ole Miss. But we, we need to be excited about a lot of these guys coming up and that are going to be playing soon. If not some play this year, which I think they're going to get some play next week, potentially in the Illinois game, um, yeah. I, I think we're going to get that play out of them. And, and I like – and it's not the best thing that they did this um, four game, yeah, red shirt thing. But I do like it because there are some good things you get out of it. Yeah, I mean, not even just for us, but like just in general. Yeah, you're not sure how a kid's gonna. Yeah, he's great on. He's great in practice. You're not sure how he's gonna how he's gonna react or how he's gonna yeah. play in front of all these fans or in a in a game atmosphere. So you can play him, and you can say. Hey, here's the film. Here's what you looked like. Yep. This is not what you look like in practice. 
Here's what you look Here's like. Here's what we want you to do. Here's what we want you to do. Yep. And you don't have to freaking burn his red shirt. Yeah. It's, I, I like it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good. There's some things we've seen happen in college football that it's like, wow, that's the dumbest rule ever. But I think they have some good things that it, there is some good that comes out of it. Um, but you're going to see more and more transfers happen. It's going to happen. Which is fine. Um, you can be like, hey, man, it's not working out. See ya. Yep. Um, so let, let's talk about. Um, yeah, sorry. We talked about Nebraska for a long time. That's good. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so we're we're gonna we will redshirt a lot of guys. Cam Jones will be fantastic. So let's talk a little bit. So Nebraska, I'm excited to see what happens in the ne- next week. Of course, we should destroy Bethune Cookman. And I um, hope to see a lot of numbers I don't recognize. <laughs> yes, I will say Ohio State. Um, I mean Purdue. I do think their defense is better than ours. Um, man, they just ran away with that game. And the biggest difference between Minnesota. And Purdue playing Ohio State as Minnesota did nothing in the second half. Purdue kept the gas on. They kept going. Uh, Moore had a, oh from against Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I mean, Moore had a ridiculous Moore, game yesterday. I am scared to play more for the next Blau, three years. Blau had a ridiculous game yesterday. Moore ain't gonna be. Oh, in the we league got Blau. For, Are we gonna have to play Blau another four or five? <laughs> God, no, probably not. Uh, Moore ain't gonna be in. The, he's not gonna be in the league for another no, three years not. after this. But. Um, I think Purdue, I mean, I was watching that game, and they looked better, a lot better than they looked when we played them. They did. Because if they played that way against us, they would have put up 60 on us, I think. Yes. Um, but Purdue takes down Ohio State, who was number two at the time. So, um, 49. 40, that, they put up 49. Ohio was, State finds a way to lose to but once again, a Purdue or an Iowa by a lot of points well, every but year. But once again, Haskins, Haskins threw, threw 74 times. You got J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber in the backfield. They just And a good offensive line. They didn't use them. But I think I think times. you're starting. But maybe you're starting to see what it's like not having Bosa on the defense. Maybe that. Maybe they just couldn't cover the run. So if yeah. we if we can run the game, we have to run against Ohio State, and their secondary is. Eh. That's why I said, I'm not necessarily saying that we can't beat them. I have said that for weeks. I still probably think that we can't. Yes. But you have Divine Zigbo run for yeah. those 40, 59 yarders. Yeah, Washington going. I think we got Martinez dropping back, throwing darts. I will say if Ohio State is gonna, I think it'd be a closer game than what it has been in the past with them, because of our offense. Definitely gonna be closer than Michigan. Yes, our Michigan game. I don't think we're gonna lose the lose by fifty points. If we lose, I think we might lose by maybe ten. Honestly, I think um, you're not you're not optimistic. That's fine. Um, I just I think Ohio State could still lose another game. I think Michigan could beat them. Um, Michigan's going to beat them. And then Urban Meyer's going to retire at the end of the year due to health conditions. He already deleted the game out of his mind yesterday. Um, Did he remember it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it depends if he took his meds or not. But who are my top four teams right now? Top four teams. I think it's definitely Bama. Bama is one by itself. Yeah, definitely. No one's on another level. Definitely Clemson. They still have not played really anybody yet. Agreed. Uh, definitely Clemson. Um, even though I still think they're gonna, they're probably not gonna lose the game. Their schedule favors them. All right, my, my answer gonna be might there. change depending on who asked this. <laughs> Clemson's gonna be in there. It's not oh, pretty. Kind of. I thought it was pretty. <laughs> no, no, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's in there. Um, Notre Dame is in there, and I could almost. I told you. I think. Notre Dame and Michigan could both make that playoff. Yeah, to me, I think for number four, LSU, Texas, Michigan, it's a three-way tie. I, I would have right now. It's so hard because LSU's got a loss, but probably Michigan. They have the best loss. They do, but damn LSU, they they beat three teams in the top ten. 
They're not in the top ten anymore. Well, but. and LSU lost to a, a Florida team that's in the top fifteen or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I guess I, could I, you could put Michigan there, but you could, I think LSU is right behind them, and I think Texas um, is right behind them. Um, here, here's, now, here's the difference: LSU has a quarter. Finally, has a quarterback that's that's good. Yes, and that's been the difference maker for them for years. Is they haven't had a quarterback. Yep. Anyway, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say. So here's what we got: the remaining schedule for the Big Ten. Um, so. Yeah, LSU's got Bama coming up. Rose Bowl, I don't... Alabama-LSU could be better than people think. Um, It's easy to say that Bama's going to run away with it, but Uh, if LSU can... You know, score early, get a turnover. A lot of people thought thought Georgia... Is Tua hurt? Yeah, he's fine. If he's just got to throw the ball, he's fine. I think LSU beat Georgia, and a lot of people thought Georgia was a team to beat Alabama. So I think LSU has a legit shot. And they beat by 20 points. Yeah, I think LSU's got a legit shot. But for the Big Ten, Ohio State's got Nebraska, Michigan State, Maryland, uh, and Michigan left. Those aren't going to be any easy games for them, except for Maryland. At least one. Even Maryland. Watch out for Maryland in that game. Um, Michigan has Penn State and Ohio State as their their two toughest games. Damn. So Michigan still could have another loss. Um, And then Iowa, Iowa out of the West. They have one, uh, one loss to Wisconsin, but they got Penn State, they got Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois, and Nebraska. I mean, yeah, I, second you, half of the season stuff for you them. could potentially not even have a Big Ten champ in the playoff I think because, it might not happen because if Ohio State loses yes. a game and Michigan, if they lose a game, you got two Big Ten teams with yeah. two losses, they're not going to get in. They will put a Big 12 champ in if it's Texas with one loss, or um, you could see two SEC teams in there. How? <laughs> Just trying to kill you. How? No, you could see a Pac-12. Uh, Washington still have one loss. No, they have two. Uh, okay. So I, Washington State only has one loss. They beat Oregon yeah, last so night. Washington State could they could be a Rose Bowl. You just don't know. Right now, I think there's too much. The Rose Bowl. I don't know who's going to play in the Rose Bowl. It's tough right now. I really don't know. I mean, shoot. This weekend, you got Northwestern, Wisconsin. Northwestern's people forget Northwestern is leading the. Big Ten West, yeah, because they played Purdue the first week of the season and beat them, and so they have you know they have one more conference game than than everyone yeah. else does because they'll play another. So who's the Rose Bowl pick? Who do you think is going to be in the Rose Bowl? In the Rose Bowl yeah. is the Rose Bowl. Are you talking about Pac-12 versus Big Ten? I have no idea. <laughs> McKenna, you got to clarify. Are you talking clarify. about? If it, I think Pac-12, Big Ten. I think you're gonna. Have, it could be Washington State. It really could be. I mean, I'm not. If I'm taking what she's asking, that could be Pac-12 champ versus Big Ten champ, neither one in the playoff. Could be. At that point, um, I would probably say Michigan from the Big Ten and maybe Oregon from the Pac-12. I don't know. You think Oregon's got two losses? Do they have two? They just lost. They, yeah. Oh shoot! They lost Stanford. They lost and Stanford Washington and Washington State. State. You can see Washington State in that game. At that point, no, it would be Washington. They they have two losses, but only one conference loss. True. So it would be Michigan against Washington. Yeah, you can see that game. Um, Northwestern is definitely hard to read. You just don't know what you're going to get from them. Just like Michigan I mean, State. They almost lost to Rutgers. Yesterday. They should have lost to Rutgers. Um, they kind of got lucky. Um, but I just, you don't know what you're getting from Northwestern. They they gutted out that win, but... I know it's tough. You're riding the high of uh, coming back 
down 10 against Nebraska with three minutes left, yeah. going to overtime and getting But still, win. yeah, a week to prepare for a team who's not very good in Rutgers, and, Probably you, and, and you look terrible. One of the bottom three in the Power Five. Yeah. Yeah. And so, they overlooked them. They obviously overlooked them. Yeah, but Northwestern got a win. Iowa got a win. 23 nothing. 23 nothing. Um, yeah, their defense is pretty good. Was Wisconsin got a win. Penn State won. Michigan won. Purdue won. So, um, I think there's more to that. Um, I, I'm i excited to see what happens the rest of the year because I think we're going to get – I think we're going to get a lot more – of Nebraska, I think we're gonna get a lot more offense. I think it's gonna be excited. Um, I think Harbaugh does get over the hump. I think they beat Ohio State this year. Um, and I think they win the Big Ten. The the yeah, I, I think I, they I do. do. Um, I mean, and that loss to that loss to Notre Dame early is gonna haunt them because they probably could have beat Notre Dame at that time. I don't know that they would now with yeah. with Notre Dame playing Ian Book. Yeah. But I think that they probably could have beat them when they were playing Brandon Wimbush. Yeah, so I think uh, I do think that they beat Ohio State. I really do. Um, as much as I hate to say, because I, I don't really like Michigan, but I do think they're a better team than Ohio State. I really don't know if Ohio State offensively, their offense is not that bad. I don't know what they're doing throwing the ball seventy four times. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I think Purdue. I was talking them. to somebody about it with with ha- as far as Haskins goes. Uh, you know. Ohio State has always had that quarterback that can run. Yeah. And Haskins, as good as he is. He's not the best runner. And as good as the the running backs that they do have. Yeah. At least as far as college football is concerned, you need a, you need a quarterback that can run. You, you need a quarterback that can at least scramble and get out of the pocket yeah. if you need him to. Not necessarily That's, run downfield. But, right. Um, yeah, he did not have that. He didn't have it yesterday. So, he doesn't have it. No. He can't do it. He's a great passer. Yeah, he's got a good arm. But... That is what I think is going to hold them back. And he's only, like, what, a sophomore? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're going to be good for the next – shoot, they'll be good for years. But he'll be good. He'll be really good yeah. for years. But they might need to learn – you know, try to teach him how to scramble a little bit. Yeah. So we got we got to wrap this up real quick. Sorry. Um, so we'll answer the last question. So what are your thoughts on Iowa? Um, Iowa, you know, they got their one loss to Wisconsin. It's their defense, really. Um, I think – I think Iowa has a tough end of the year. I think with Penn State, Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois, Nebraska, I think they lose three of those games. Three? I was going to say two. I think Penn State, I think Purdue's going to beat them. And I think the, I think the Northwestern and Nebraska. I think, I think the, oh, the, way, the way our yeah. offense, they have five games left. I think the way our offense is playing, I think – we had a chance to beat Iowa because, but Nate Stanley is a different. Nate Stanley year. is a much better quarterback than Iowa normally he is, has. He is much improved, and their um, defense is better than they thought they would be after losing. Yes, some of their guys. Yes, so I think, I think they could lose three of those five games. Um, are they good? Yes. Um, I really don't think they had that tough of a schedule. But I don't think that. Yeah, I mean the. The AP and whoever does the they're not giving them much love because yep. they just shut out a Maryland team that beat Texas, mind you. Yeah, but they have move, not been good since. And they move up one spot in the rankings. Yes, where you see some of these other teams when they win a game they jump up yeah. five ten spots. Yep. Don't get me wrong, they didn't. They played a team that was unranked, but 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they're not getting much love. I was, I was a good team. Nate Stanley is the biggest difference. Noah Fant, they're tight ends. Yeah, I mean, Noah Fant's a first-rounder, but and he's from freaking Omaha, and but we don't have him on our roster. But their tight ends are the biggest difference in their game. That they, It's not their wide receivers. It's their two tight ends. So yeah. that's their difference and their defense. So, Gosh, if we had Noah Fant on our roster right now? Yeah. So I, I think I think they I think they still have two or three losses. Thanks, on their Riley. Yeah, they got two or three losses on their schedule. Easy. Okay. I, I think they're gonna lose at least two of those last five games. Purdue. I'd be surprised if Purdue lost another game with how they played. But I don't know what their schedule looks like either. Besides, sure, they could Iowa. be they could be a contender to win the West. They, could. they might be Wisconsin. Potentially. Did they play Wisconsin yet? Um, I don't. I don't I'll have to look at their schedule. Yeah, I know that they lost Eastern Michigan and they lost Northwestern right away. Yep, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to get back to some more questions as time permits. Right now, we're about to run out of time here on the show. Um, also on the uh, on the podcast, we only get a certain amount of time, so we only got yeah, ten minutes. Time? Oh yeah. Um, so we'll wrap this up here real quick. Next week, uh, big games for the Big Ten. You got Wisconsin at Northwestern, Purdue at Michigan State, Iowa at Penn State, and Illinois at Maryland. Um, I got I got Wisconsin, Honestly. I got Purdue, I got Penn State, and I think uh, Illinois. Actually, no, I have my Honestly, I think... Let me see. Sorry. Bottom page. At Northwestern, I think they could maybe beat Wisconsin. Purdue over Michigan State. And Penn State, I was... That could be a good game. Intriguing because could be a good game. If you remember last year, it went down to the very last, pretty much the very last play in yep. Kinnick. Yep. On a Saturday night, under the lights, that Trace McSorley threw a touchdown pass to win the game. Yeah, that was an insane game. I think at Penn State could be a big difference. Um, that that atmosphere is tough to play in. But Iowa's defense is good. Yeah, it should be a good and game. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I got Penn State winning, but I think it's going to be really close. I think you're going to have a similar game to last year where it's going to be um, – you could have a low-scoring game. It's going to come down to the last couple minutes of the game. So what else is there? Um, Florida-Georgia this week? Yeah. Seven against nine? Yep. That could be pretty – that would be pretty uh, – that's, that's a pretty big uh, SEC East game, isn't it? Um, that's probably the decider of SEC yeah, East. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that could be pretty. That's a uh, two thirty um, CBS game. Be no, pretty solid. Notre Dame versus Navy. No one cares about that game except for Notre Dame Who fans. Who do you think? <laughs> uh, Micah, Yeah, we also we did cover Martinez. He'll be, he's going to be a beast in coming years. We talked about a Heisman contender as well um, in the next couple of years. Yes. Um, so, anyways, I mean, we don't got much else for you guys today. Um, I'll post our podcast on here as well. Please be sure to follow the podcast on iTunes. Um, subscribe. Uh, rate us. Follow us on Twitter. Um, keep it going on there as well. And we'll continue to do our thing and talk about Husker football. And, Let us know um, if there's anything you want yeah, anything us to do. Any, or we'll talk about. I mean, we'll, we'll talk yeah, whatever you guys want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we appreciate all the comments today. I think this is a lot of fun again. Um, keep it up. We'll be back next week. It's, uh, fun, to talk. it's fun to talk when you win. 5 o'clock. It's fun to talk when you lose sometimes, too. But uh, 5 o'clock next Sunday, we'll be back. Uh, go Big Red. Yes. Um, go Big Ten. And we will see you guys next week. Have a fantastic night. Good. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Cheers. We'll see you next week.